episode of the Teenage Club Podcast. I'm Lucas. And I'm Isaac. And today we're joined by our wonderful friend Eli. Eli, say hello. Hello. Uh, Eli, what are you known for in the wide world? What? What are you known <laughs> for? Are you famous? Um, I'm not really known for a lot of things. I'm, you play I'm a lot of I'm considered a pretty funny guy. I'm a pretty funny <laughs> dude. People consider me to be pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, what, does that <laughs> what does that mean? I don't really know, to be honest. I usually just say stupid shit and people think it's funny. Can I swear? We yes, didn't you that. yes, you can. Yes, you Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is going to be like almost all of our other podcasts where we have our wonderful friends join us when we talk about stuff for an hour. So we talk about things and also topics. Yes, things, okay. topics, stuff. We have a list of questions. We're probably not not even going to touch them. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. So let's get started. So what? So Eli, yeah, where are you, man? What are you doing? I'm um, been doing absolutely nothing, which seems to be a pretty universal experience right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lay around in bed like 19 hours a day and read comic books. It's actually been pretty Ooh. sweet. You're living like that childhood dream. I know, right? <laughs> I um I recently went vegetarian. Oh, oh, really? That's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's been uh fun, but I don't eat enough. Wait, weren't but... you uh, weren't you vegetarian before? I I feel like you told me that like uh, a few years ago. Like I feel like, when I, was I wasn't vegetarian. Time? I wasn't vegetarian, but there was this uh point in my life where I um I was basically vegan. Because um, my dietrician said that I was allergic to dairy and gluten. Ooh. Oh, okay. And I'm not. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but I couldn't eat dairy and gluten, so all I ate was, like, crap from Whole Foods. And um, I was basically vegan. But it wasn't because <laughs> I was vegan. It was because I was allergic to dairy and gluten. So you're vegan, vegan without food. consent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second I found out I could eat dairy... I uh, gained 300 pounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but, God, it tasted good. I, I don't really know what gluten is, but it definitely improves bread. <laughs> it's a pretty core part of it, yeah. It's pretty essential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were you eating most days, though, if you were eating vegan for a while? It was, like, it was pretty much the same things. It was just that you'd eat, like... Like, we made our own bread. I remember doing that. That was pretty fun. We had a bread maker, and you have to make it yourself without fucking it up. gluten or dairy. Um, <laughs> and I would sit there. I would spend entire – I don't know why. I was the most, like, ADHD, like, hyperactive child. But for some reason, something about making bread, I would go insane. And I would just sit there and stare at the bread maker for, like, six hours. And wait for the bread to be finished. And then I wouldn't like it. I didn't like the bread. I don't know why. (laughs) I just liked looking at the bread maker and watching the bread rise. I thought that was really exciting. That does sound cool. So you would, like, put bread in the bread maker and then... Yeah, you'd put all the ingredients in the bread maker. It's kind of like... You know, like, bread box? Yeah. It it was shaped like a bread box with, like, a glass lid. Oh, I see. And it it would, like, rise. And it would rise, like, in bread loaf shape. Like, sliced bread loaf shape. Nice. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was really exciting. <laughs> Is that like specifically for like 
gluten-free bread? Or is it like, can you make that with any kind? I think you can use it probably for any kind of bread. I think we just used it to make bread that I could eat at the time. And then afterwards, we started getting star- starboard. Store- Kill Starboard. Starburst. Starburst bread? I love Starburst. You know, everyone hates, everyone hates either the pink ones or the yellow ones. And I think those are the best ones. The pink and the yellow ones are fine. I don't even yeah. get what people's problem is. They're yeah. all good. They're all good. I think people are picky about their candy. <laughs> I agree uh, with that. Okay, what about con- what about a candy corn? I know that this is a very political question. Now, both me and Isaac love candy corn. Candy corn. I love honest. candy corn. I love candy corn. Yeah, it's perfect. It's why great. do people hate it? I think it's just so like simple, but that's why it's good. You know, it, it just tastes like sugar. I give it that. It's, it kind of tastes like honey or syrup, kind of. It's just, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Going back to uh, Starburst, I actually have a, I have a pretty good, <laughs> I have a pretty good story on Starburst though. All right, like, all right, all right. All right. <clears throat> so, um, like, I ha- I had to have been maybe nine or ten. I don't know. It was back when my uh, my family, uh, you know, used to go to church a lot and stuff, right? And um, there was like this camp that was at this church um it was like kind of a day camp sort of thing i think it was this this was like vacation bible school i think sometime during the summer but anyway i remember i don't know i just have this memory of like us being in um this room right in the church just this random room and stuff there's no furniture in it which i distinctly remember and i i don't know they were like giving out starbursts as like a snack or whatever like the you know, advisors or whatever. And, um, I don't know. I was just sitting with this group of kids and, you know, they had a whole bunch of starburst and I don't know. Th- they just said, Hey, Isaac, yes. you should just, uh, why don't you eat the starburst, but without the wrapper? It's, it's, it's great. It tastes awesome. Right. <laughs> and, and it's like, I was just like, fuck it. Okay. So I, I have like five <laughs> starbursts, like with the wrapper on and stuff. And I don't know. It, I mean, it it's tasted exactly how you expected it to be. It's just like Starburst, but with, with but like you're also on. eating paper and stuff. And <laughs> but you're also eating paper. I think I've done that a few times just because sometimes oh, sometimes the wrapper gets, gets stuck onto the Starburst. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then it's and then eventually you're just like fuck it. Yeah, I'm just and you just it. eat it with a wrapper on. But it, it, yeah, it didn't taste that bad though. It was like you know, it's really not that. It's not that bad. But this is coming from I when I was a kid, I would eat paper. I would just straight up eat paper. Might be a symptom of how it might be a reason, like a way you get pica though. So, <laughs> paper, the paper on Starburst are just so thin though that you can kind of just eat, go at it and yeah. eat it. And it shouldn't. Yeah, it really doesn't get in the way that bad. It makes it more interesting, arguably. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a little it bit was interesting. Too. It was an it was an interesting uh, experience. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, I ate Starburst with the wrapper on. With a wrapper on. Yeah. Why did they tell you to do this? That's what I want to know. I don't know. That that that's <laughs> that's, that's the weird thing about the story. Is like, you know, I don't even remember who these people were. I don't even know if they were like my friends or just people. I just remember we were sitting around like in this little circle, and like yeah. they were just like yo, you know, and and, and they were doing it too. You know, and I was just oh. like, it, oh, it might okay. have been like it, a, this wasn't a, like a prank. No, no they like was, they were eating it with the wrappers. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was just like this little, you know, culture of just... It was like a little, like, cult. Yeah. You guys put together. <laughs> Inside the church. 
Yeah, that was like made for eating paper. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever I mean, eat paper? I, like just straight up paper? When you were a kid? I did. I did. When I was a kid all the time, I would just I would just eat paper. Yeah. I don't know. I've really I've tried it, but you know, I remember getting like, you know, it's really stupid because you get like paper cuts in your mouth. Did did you? Yeah. <laughs> did I it think hurt. you were using the you, I think you were using the wrong technique. What's the technique for eating paper? <laughs> okay, the technique is you tear off a... <laughs> I'm going, this is, like, nostalgic. Uh, you, you go... You, you tear off a corner, yeah. right? And what you do is you place it onto your tongue, and then it, like, sticks. Oh. And then oh. you just kind of, like, melt it in your mouth. That's, yeah. the, that's the secret tag. You see, the thing I, just... I always remember about eating paper is that, like, the if you had, like, lined notebook paper, like, the blue dye from the um, lines on the paper would, like, soak into your mouth, and it was, like, it turned, like, your mouth blue. And that's how, like, all the teachers would know if you actually ate the paper. (laughs) 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 I said it looks so So your teacher, wait, but your teachers had to figure this out regularly? Yeah. That's what confuses me. But why did they need to know who was eating paper or not? Well, like, (laughs) you know, it's like a liability if they find you eating paper, right? Yeah. Is it a liability? Yeah, is it that's not safe. <laughs> is it that bad? I mean, I know it's not like good for you, but <laughs> this is not good for you. You guys and are it's per- paper. I mean, it's not fucking gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there, though. You know, it's dangerous. Which is the two corners of yeah. safety. It's safer pretty... than gasoline. I, I'm mm. fine. You mm. guys were pretty smart about. Uh... The ways you eat paper, and you're, you were so much more analytical than I was, because I, what I would do, Eli, is just, like, I'd get a piece of, like, uh, copy paper, and just, like, bite into it, like a sandwich, you know? <laughs> There's a big bite mark <laughs> in it. Yeah, that's what, I don't really get that, because I feel like what made it fun was the process of eating it, you know? It, it wasn't about eating paper, it well, was I didn't about, even know there was a process, you know? It was a kind of meditative process. See, it was kind of zen. Maybe <laughs> if I was enlightened by that, you know, when I was uh, your age. And when stuff. you you some some kid saw you eating paper and was like, "No, you're doing it all wrong, kid. You're doing this all wrong. This shit will <laughs> blow your fucking mind." <laughs> there was always those really stupid things. You got to get it between your toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Remember man. when everyone would, like crush up Smarties as well, and like it's that's really awful. Out. Snorted it. <laughs> The most painful shit. <laughs> Why would you ever do that to yourself? Because people I'm actually angry now. Because like, dude, it's cocaine, bro. It's oh, cocaine. dude, it's like cocaine. I saw it up, up, up. Just go and take a chalk stick and match it up and stick it up your fucking nose, and I'll I won't visit you at the hospital. <laughs> fucking moron. There's like so many ways that situation could go. Like, there's so many alternatives you could just do in your life. And no, you want to crush up Smarties. No, you're going to crush up Smarties and snort them, which is a waste of a Smartie. They're fine candy, too. They're fine, yeah. They're okay. It's not, you know, the best one. But I gotta say, I'd rather eat a Smartie than snort chalk. (laughs) (laughs) I remember we were... So, no, okay. You want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, I remember, uh, it was in, like, middle school, um, 
Do you remember when, uh, Dante, shout out, um, do you remember when he, during lunch, like, uh, we were all at the table, uh, I think, I think it was Sam's, uh, goldfish or whatever, and, and, <laughs> oh, he, yeah, and, he, and he crushed it and snorted it, and it was, and he got a no, like a massive nosebleed from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, goddamn, you know. I thought this was related to, like, do you remember the, the, the thing with the apple in the microwave? Oh no! It was a carrot. No, no it was carrot. It was a carrot. Oh, oh it dude, was a carrot. Yeah, it was a carrot. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that story. We can tell that story. Yeah, we, we, we can tell that, that story. So, in case, I guess, in case y'all don't know, right? Um, so this was in middle school. Um, I'm not sure if I want to. I guess we'll drop. We can drop their first names, right? Okay. He was proud of it, as far as I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> So, Mr. Matthew and, uh, Jared, right? Um, Matthew and Jared. Classic right. combo. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, this was like the, this was the, the duo, you know, the duo of chaos yeah. back in the it day. It was like, it's like, like, instead, of, it's like peanut butter and chocolate. If instead of tasting delicious, it was about causing problems. Yeah. That was Matthew. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we were at lunch and, um, you know, um, I remember like looking up into the air, and and we were like, "Is that smoke? Oh, there's smoke." Yeah, and it, there's there's like smoke, like a like a light, <laughs> a light le- like <laughs> layer of smoke, smoke, like in throughout the whole cafeteria. And I was like, "I wonder what's up." Then we look over at the microwave, and it's and it's fucking <laughs> engulfed in flames. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to pull the fire alarm and get everyone out during lunch and stuff. And you know, uh, what, like what we were saying, what happened? It took like was, five minutes for everyone to figure it out. Like, yeah, <laughs> they evacuated so everyone and wasted our entire lunch. What we figured out happened was <laughs> Ma- Ma- Matthew and Jared, right? The Chaos Duo. They put a carrot in and See, wrapped it in tin foil, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then set the microwave Wait, for I didn't ten know minutes. That. They wrapped it in tinfoil, and they set yeah. it for they Wait, set it they for ten minutes. They set a bomb. They set a bomb in the fucking microwave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They it set was, it for ten minutes. It was ten minutes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I think it was like five. <laughs> it was like it's like it started catching on fire after like four minutes or something. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just. And, I don't know if you guys had a relationship with this story, but they kept microwaving things every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they kept, like, and I told them, like, multiple times, I was like, one of these days you're going to start a fucking fire. Yeah. And, and they did. I, I guess they didn't care. I guess, you know, and I remember they felt bad about it for exactly 30 minutes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, then they, and then and then everyone on Instagram was posting, like, R.I.P. Carrot. Yes. Carrot. I said crush a and carrot. And it was over. Crush a carrot. Exactly. I said crush a carrot. And um, and then it was over. It was yeah. over. They never felt remorseful again. Was you know, crazy. I was thinking about that, the whole situation, and I realized the cause behind it is because the transition from 6th grade to 7th grade. In 6th grade... You're like standing in line with the rest of your classmates to go to the shared lunchroom and you go, you stand in the line to get your food and you sit at like your grade table, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the next year, it's a free for all with microwaves that anyone can use. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's responsibility out of nowhere. <laughs> and it turns out that most of us are still that stupid. Yeah. Like now. Seventh grade is like that. That was the year that, like, 
you know, seventh and eighth grade. That's, it was such a weird, cause, cause especially like, you know, how middle school, our middle school is only two years instead of the full three. It, it was yeah. just like a, it was like a blip of like chaos in my life. You know what I mean? The two years. Yeah. And then all of a chaos. sudden you're in a high school yeah. and it's worse. Yeah. It's worse. <laughs> um, it was it's because it's because like the, the the bad things that happen when you're in middle school are like oh Jared and Matthew set a bomb in the microwave, and, and then in high school it's like oh your friends started like taking math or some shit. Yeah, and it's like and now it's like oh great now it's depressing. Yeah, yeah, great. No, I made it worse. Now it matters out of nowhere. Speaking God, of which, e- Eli, um, I guess you know, I I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I'd say throughout our high school since you know you you left when you were a freshman yeah, yeah. You've, you've just become kind of infamous at least in our friend group like infamous ooh yeah well, okay i don't know if infamous is the right word <laughs> it is the right word you is know because it because well okay okay so you know I, i'll i'll tell i'll tell part of the story you can expand on it if you want but um okay. like you know basically freshman year you know you were there, you know, maybe two months. I was there three maybe months. like three months at right. best. Right. And, you know, s- same old Foonberg, you know, being Foonberg, right? You know, ever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is, right? You know, just being being a silly old man, you know, make, yeah. making jokes, making people laugh and stuff, you know, being, yeah. you know, because you, you are pretty social and stuff. So, um, anyway, no, it's like, it's like, it was like that. And then one day, you're just gone for like six months. You come back for like two weeks in February, and then you're never seen again. I come back and I was like, I just don't want you guys to think I'm dead. Yeah. No, and, that's, and then I came back. It, it it was just I don't like during that time period. If you if you feel comfortable going into it, like I guess what was that like for you? And like I guess well, yeah, what was happening? What was happening on? during that time? Basically, um. Um, I was not ready for everything in my life at that point. I, um, I was what, um, the, the elementary schools like to call a gifted student. Mm-hmm. I, um, I got everything easy. I never had to try in my life. And then, um, middle school happened and all of a sudden I did. <laughs> there was a lot of work. There was a lot of studying there was things in the classes I didn't understand and I didn't know how to deal with that. Nice. So middle school was already really, really stressful for me. And I basically got through it because I formed really good relationships with my teachers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, I was, I was clutch saved by my teachers. I, I remember, Oh my God. Now I can't even remember his name. Now I feel bad. <laughs> my, my social studies teacher, he just gave me 75. There was like those big six projects you had to do in Washington history. Oh, yeah, remember uh-huh. that? He just gave me 75 on one of those. I didn't do it <laughs> at all. I didn't turn anything in and he just gave me 75 on it. Oh, um, that's nice. Because I, I just formed really good relationships with my teachers, which carried me through middle school. But I, I because of that, again, I didn't learn what I was doing. And then I went to high school. And um, all of a sudden... I had uh, feelings, which <gasps> I never had before. I don't. I, I feel like here was the thing that really that really knocked me off guard. Uh, when you're like a kid, everyone's like, 
oh, you go through puberty and you're going to get new feelings, right? You get that quote, new feelings. And so you think, you think love or like sexual attraction. At least I did. I was a very, my parents were more open about that stuff when I was a kid. So I always thought that that was what it was. I thought those were the new feelings. Um, it's not actually true. At least in my experience, I became like in high school, it was like every feeling became different. Mm. Like sadness mm. used to be so flat. It was like a really flat emotion. And then all of a sudden it was really powerful and yeah. really complicated. And same thing with especially anger. I became really angry all the time mm-hmm. for reasons I didn't know. And it was way more powerful than any anger I had felt before. Like everything just became really, really complex. Um, I didn't know what I was doing with school. I was completely falling apart. And um, one day, my mom left on a business trip. I was with my grandma, which is stressful on its own. And I was walking to school and I was like, oh, wait, I just don't have to go. (laughs) There's these woods right next to the school. I can just go there. And so um, I became a woodsman. I became like um, Musashi Miyamoto living in the woods next to the school. And as so far as I know, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong on this, I kind of became a bit of a cryptid. Like, everyone knew I was there. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, I just remember certain days where, like, you know, it would be, like, you know, the last period of the day. You'd come back, like, covered in sweat. And then I was like, Eli, where were you all day? We, we missed you in first period. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I just walked to Alderwood Mall and back and stuff. <laughs> I would walk to Northgate. Mall, or Northgate. It was Northgate. Play. Wow. Uh, I would usually walk to Northgate and I would go to uh, the Starbucks that was kind of in that area and I would order one water and there was this one guy there that hated me. I don't know why. After like two weeks, he'd see me come in and we'd go, water? Again? And I would go, <laughs> fuck yes. If you oh. don't want me to come in here and just get a water, then start charging money for it, fuckhead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't be ungrateful about it and one time i ordered a a strawberry lemonade and he was even angrier then i don't know why um you think he'd be nice because you're like giving him business now (laughs) after like running them dry (laughs) after running on water i was like i what am i doing that's so bad and and then he'd be like you know if you order a water, we have to ask you to leave after we give it to you. And I was like, bitch, when have I ever stayed? <laughs> I always left. I don't want to be stuck a in a fucking Starbucks. Appar- it was a rule to this motherfucker, okay? And he lived by it. <laughs> this, was, uh, this was like, you know, Moses carved this onto the fucking 11 Starbucks rules. <laughs> if you look into the fine print. Yeah. That's what you know. So I was just really stressed out and I just kept running away from school. I, I just was, I just felt like I was failing and I didn't feel like I could stop. Yeah. I, I felt like it was too late. It was like a spiral. I was too far behind to like ever catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you know, I started going to a private school. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, that? But that that wasn't until the next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I came back in February. Okay, so this is when I think it gets really dark. Okay, but I did. I attempted suicide. Yeah. In that like, time, like period. around, like around that time. Yeah, was around it? that period. It must have been a few weeks before I came back. Oh, okay. Um, and 
I was in the hospital for a little bit, which which has its own subset of funny stories. Actually, okay, it's an it's an experience. I I I feel actually kind of okay about. I, it's I, I there's a lot of funny stories I got out of that one. Okay, that's good. But I, I was in the hospital for a little bit, um, and then I came out, and so they kind of dragged me back to the school. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And they were like, oh, now's the time to reach out. So they gave me a ton of easy classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember you just, like, got moved into, like, my English that year just for, like, two weeks and stuff. Yeah, I moved into your English, and then um, after two weeks I started running away again. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I moved into your English. I, the one class I really remember going to in that time period was leadership. Uh-huh. Leadership. Um which I despised because it reminded me of the friendship groups I used to have to do in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Did they just kind um, of pick that class for you because they thought it was easy? They picked that class for you because they were like, this is like a nothing class. This is like a class that like you show up and then sometimes we make you do slave labor and then we give you a credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> slave labor. They're just like making you like dig holes and stuff. Yeah. They would make me like put up posters and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I, I, the, the best part about that was that Gabe was there, and I yeah. liked Gabe. Yeah, no, I heard, I heard, heard you kind of formed a, a little bond with him at that time. I think you remember yeah, you telling I, me that. Yeah, I felt um, I, I like Gabe a lot. I don't know if I brought that up. He's one of the people I miss because I haven't talked to him since I left. Um, he's one of the people I miss because he's to me like he he's like that guy that like I I see in like the movies. <laughs> Or in television, how there's like that kid at school that like everybody loves. Oh yeah, and he's like super cool and perfect in every single way, and he's like really nice and all this stuff. And I always think like, oh, that's not real. Like nobody's actually like that. <laughs> and then I remember Gabe, and I'm like, oh no, wait, he was exactly like that. Everyone <laughs> loved him because he was actually a good person. Oh yeah, he still is a good person. I'm I'm sure he's blushing. You know, he got the uh, presidency right for. Uh... At our school. Oh, he he made it all the way to the top of all three schools. Then he's at top the top of the chain. He's at the top. Nice man. It was a yeah, pretty no, cool and I think he deserves it. I think yeah. he deserves it. I think he was a really cool guy. You know, it was we're pretty actually, close uh, race between me and him. Uh, you yeah, know, it was a very, it was very close race. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no, but we're actually a. Uh, we were. At, I, I mean, I guess we could spoil this now. We're we're actually gonna have him on in a few weeks. Because he, he actually, you know, signed up and stuff. Woo! So, that's cool. I'm listening. Gonna, gonna have, we we got to craft up a lot of good questions for him. <laughs> I'll listen to it with my Spotify premium account. We're on Apple Podcasts, now available. <laughs> we are on Apple Podcasts. I just know. Like, just yeah. got to plug it. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, um, um, Podcast Monkey, is that a website? I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> the podcast available is on. I don't know. It's I've never a- heard of Anchor. We're on there, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> That's, That's not my job. <laughs> I'm Eli- just here to talk funny. Eli, I like yeah. how slowly... I don't I don't know. It's like, there's always a point where in, in like, you know, Discord calls or, you know, calls or, you know, whenever we just hang out or whatever, you slowly yeah. transcended to the Dr. Doofenshmirtz voice. <laughs> and I think we Why? Fit, we fit that. Point. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's like so uh. good. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty comedy, dude. It's just like I can say like things that aren't really that funny, but I do them in this voice, and it's it's flawless. It's perfect. 
<laughs> like I could probably tell. Okay, so like after I com- after I attempted suicide, right? And I was in the I was in this hospital. You can't the- do that. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I was in the um I was in the like the the psychiatric ward, and uh, there was this girl there. Um, <laughs> the voice is falling apart. <laughs> I, I like and she kids. would um she would call she would <laughs> she would call me Harry Potter every single day because I had these glasses on. And um one day I uh, was like, like why do you call me Harry Potter? That's not even an insult. Like he's the main character. Like everyone loves Harry Potter. And she le- attacked me, and they had to like drag her away and like <laughs> tie her up. And I felt really bad. Like physically, like oh my god, just jumped, yeah. just jumped you or like <laughs> yeah, no, she like no, yeah, I I, I had like a scratch. Shit, man. <laughs> Jesus, dude. It, it was weird. It's really weird. You, I, I felt like I was asleep for all of it. You feel like you're in a dream afterwards. For a long time afterwards. And that's probably why after that point, I left and then just never came back and didn't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Because for a good six months afterwards, I felt like I was dreaming. Like Did none like... of it was actually happening. And then... And sometimes it still feels like that now. Oh, but. So you were at the hospital for uh, for how long? Like two weeks? Um, I remember being in the psych ward for two weeks, but I was like in the actual hospital for longer. Mm-hmm. But I was in a more like medical portions of it for a bit. But I I don't even remember how long I was there. I remember watching all of um. That Tarantino movie about the Cowboys, Hateful Eight, or some oh, shit yeah. like that. Wait, and there's Django Unchained. Django Unchained is a great movie. That's this one movie. sucked. The the the, cow, the Tarantino cowboy movie that was bad. I remember <laughs> watching all of that while I was in the hospital, and that's pretty much my only memory of like the medical part of it. And then when I was in the psych ward, um, the only movies there were. So there was these five nurses there. And um, none of them seemed to know what the rules were, but there were TVs. And one of the nurses would let you watch. Um, oh, now I can't even remember what it was called. The Pixar movie about if feelings had feelings. Oh, Inside Out. Inside Out. Yeah, she would let you watch Inside Out. So I watched like Inside Out over and over and over. Again. And then there was this one time where a group of kids there decided it would be super fucking funny. If every time the nurses changed, because there'd be a new nurse like every day, they would demand to see um, a dog's purpose. Oh, yeah. So I watched Dog's Purpose to completion, like, for a whole week. Every day. Um, And it it hurts. It hurts. It was really brutal. I'm, I'm an animal lover. I really, really love animals. But a uh, dog's purpose made me hate dogs the whole time I was there. I couldn't stand thinking about them because I saw it over and over and over. See, uh, I would think a psychiatric ward would be able to like help with mental health and not. No, not- it really, it was really, it really didn't. Yeah, it really didn't. If anything, they made it like way more confusing. There was this one experience I remember. Remember mm-hmm. might be a strong term for this. Recall. <laughs> um, so you had um these these bands on your arms that were kind of like you know when you were a kid and you went to swimming pools and um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have to take the swimming test and then they put the band on your wrist yeah yeah it was like that you'd wear these wrists but they had a barcode on them right and um it was supposed so that they could tell you apart they would scan your barcode 
It made me feel like I was a replicant, like Blade Runner or something. Um, and so this was supposed to help them tell you apart. Um, but I only remember them ever checking it during meal times. Ooh. It would be like they'd they'd um they'd see wh- whose meal had what because I guess different people had different dietary needs or whatever. Because I think I was still healing. Um, so they they had to like make sure you were eating the right food. So they'd scan it when they were giving you your meal to make sure they'd give you the right one. Um, but one time I was pulled out of like, they called them classes, but they weren't really classes. They were like the sit around for like half the day and pretend everything's fine. Um, and I, I was pulled out of it and she was like, oh yeah. So last time we met, I had never seen this one before. And she was like, oh, so last time I met, you were telling me about this and you were telling me about that. And I was like, I don't, this isn't true. <laughs> I kept telling her this. I was like, one, I never told you this. Cause I don't know who the fuck you are. And two, none of this is true at all. What's going on? And I kept telling her this, and she was just ignoring me. And then when we finally got there, she scanned my tag, and she was like, oh, I see, there's actually a different Eli here right now. And so I knew the whole, I forgot it by now, but I knew the whole, like, life story of this other kid at the fucking psych ward, because she just told it all to me right there. Even though we were wearing these tags that was supposed to keep us apart. Wow. Right. That's yeah, like, it was a mess. It, they're bad. They're really, really awful. That's scary to think that they don't even like listen to you. If you're like, you're yeah, saying, that's what, I was just going to say that. That's weird. They really, they really didn't. And you know, it, it kind of reached a point. Like, I, it felt like they reached a point where I was like, I kind of just need to convince them that it was like accidentally on purpose and then they'll let me go. And then I, and then it worked. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, right. it's yeah, it's um, it's bad. It's it's not. It, and, it really, and, it's not and like even without the the uh, the tags and stuff, can't they like discern you based on like facial features or are there like yeah, so many look, people? I remember, I remember when they scanned me. I think I saw the kid's face on the computer, and he looked like cedar, kind of. Huh. Mm. Like he didn't look anything like me at all. Yeah, I, I, I wonder how many, how many uh, people were with you in the psych ward, like at a time. Great question. There were two floors, okay. and I was always on the first floor. But I knew some kids would move up and down. But there was never like more than I want to say eight. Yeah, there was never like eight kids in the same room at the same time. Some people would leave. Some people would come. Um, sometimes there is these two really little kids with, I probably Tourette's Mm -hmm. that would be there, but they would never be part of the activities. Oh, okay. Here was this one experience. I actually really, really remember because I thought this was hysterical. I was, I I was crying. They had this, um, (laughs) this, like it was on the roof and they had this park that was like exposed. Um, and there was only one time they ever let us out there. And we went out there, and I just sat down, like, against the fence, and was looking in, and spacing out. And eventually, I come, I come into view, I see again. And I, what I, what I witness is the nurse, who's, like, fucking twice as tall as, like, half these kids, because most of the kids are ranged from, like, maybe sixth grade to, like, senior year. He's, like, twice as tall as other kids, and he's just slam dunking 
on all the kids. He like convinced them to play basketball, and he's just like he's like fucking getting three pointers, and he just takes the ball from them and slams it. I'm like, dude is fucking dunking on mentally ill kids all day. <laughs> That's his fucking job. It's just is it is it like a metaphor for you know the nurses there, right? Just dunking on mentally ill <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah, dunking on mentally ill kids all day. I was I was I, I started crying. I thought it was so funny. I yeah. was I it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. That's pretty good. That's uh, there was, and there was this one kid who um caused problems on purpose all the time. I don't even remember his name. He was this like very white kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and he. There was this one time when the nurse, one of the nurses who was this, like, this girl that was, like, really, really excitable. She was always super happy. And uh, she would, she, like, like regular interaction. This is one I remember quote for quote, but this would happen all the time. She came in and she was like, are you guys ready for your lessons? And he would go, shut up, bitch. And she'd go, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that was, like, every single start with class with that. And you would, like, he would just... <laughs> it's awful it's awful it's so horrible it's horrible i saw like quite the same level where like um you know remember like max in our our history class and stuff isaac oh yeah yeah. it's not quite the same level as that no no yeah i mean it was like okay so (laughs) yeah max was an interesting character right he 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 was definitely the the type to uh you know kind of attention seek there there are some pretty good stories i'm not sure if you know eli um, I I probably did at a time in my life, but okay. Well, I'll just I'll just rehash. Yeah, just rehash. So, um, so I got this. This is probably the best story of of the Max Chronicles. I said. <laughs> so we're in uh, Mr. Walter's history, right? And um, you know, just chilling. You know, class started already. You know, like three minutes go by. Max walks in, right, with a like small pancake griddle, right, and a little little like uh, <laughs> jug of like pancake mix, oh. like or pre mixed, ready to go. And he, had, like, he goes to the he goes to the outlet, right, on the side of the wall. He plugs in the griddle, pours it, and he yells, "Who wants some fucking pancakes?" <laughs> Oh my god! And they had like, the, you know, just for him, they had like kind of, you know, the, um, you know, the, the helper person, like the helper teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He comes over and he's just, and he's just like, buddy, you know, it's not appropriate to do this right now, you know, and and you know, yeah, it's yes. not a, it's, it's not a, this is not reasonable behavior. <laughs> this is not, hey, you know, you can't be going around making pancakes in the middle of lessons, get all. That's funny. He was like trying to unplug it, but Max was like fighting with him. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's uh, so funny. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, oh I I feel like he. Well, the, best, the best part of that, Isaac, was the fact that like the the batter came and like he didn't like oh. bring it in like a box. He had like a protein shaker. Like he was yeah like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had like Nick. <laughs> It, it was like it was like all ready to go. And so yeah. he was physically fighting with the assistant to like keep it plugged in so he well, could. Make he was like, I would be afraid you'd burn yourself on the griddle. It was like, uh, yeah, he was, he was just kind of like swatted him, trying not to let him, you know, plug, unplug it and stuff. And he, he, yeah, he was like just starting to pour it. On him. <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> did, oh he, did he manage to get one out? No. No, it was very, very close, though. <laughs> yeah, I think the farthest he got was he, he poured it on the on the griddle. <laughs> on the griddle. <laughs> he didn't finish, and finish a pancake. Was this, like, first period? Yeah, it was sixth period. Sixth period? Yeah, this was, like, last period. Wow, he so, he, he, so he planned day. this. Yeah. <laughs> This is, this it was is crazy. I, Isaac, did I ever tell you like two days? What happened like two days before that? Like me seeing him with the pancakes. <laughs> oh my no. god, this was planned in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so like two days earlier, I went down to like I don't know. It was like there was like like the uh, leadership office or something that grabbed something. So I had to like walk through the lunchroom, like right in front of the um, you know, where we get our food. And so <laughs> Max walks out of like the door and like the side door that leads into like the culinary class. And he has, like, a paper plate with, like, ten pancakes on it. It's, like, stacked up and high. Oh, and he's, like, he, like, lifts it up, like, to his face. And he, like, eats. He takes, like, a huge bite out of, like, the stack of pancakes without any utensils. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, want a pancake, bro? And I'm, like, I'll have a piece. And so he gives me a piece of pancake. And it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and that, then, yeah, you had, like, the griddle and stuff behind him. So he's been, like, keeping that stuff at school before that. And then he made the pancakes in our class, like... This was like a multi-day, like rampage of pancake making in all of his classes. Yeah, Ugh, it was it was so good. Do you have any kids like that, Eli, in the in the psych ward that made pancakes? That made pancakes? <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh. they, we we are not allowed to have uh, griddles uh, oh. or razors or yeah. pencils. I remember I had a friend come visit me, um, and he somehow managed to hurt himself, and I was shocked. How did he do it? Like what happened? Like he he it was it was the there was the wall I think the windowsill, which was pretty high up. We were playing like Cards Against Humanity, and he leaned back and he somehow smashed his head Ooh. against the windowsill, and he I've was like, bleeding a little out of the back of his head. And I was like, they have specifically designed this entire floor, and you figured it out. Like you figured out how to hurt yourself. Yet. <laughs> God. That's crazy. It's like the, uh, is it just like kind of like empty rooms, you know, like there's like it's, one chair in the middle <laughs> kind of it thing? It was, um, very modern. The other thing was that this was, um, I wish I could remember, I think PBMU was the acronym for it. Psychological okay. Behavioral Medical Unit. Yeah, that's what it was. This was the, like a floor in the children's hospital. Mm. Yeah. So I was not, um, I was not in like an actual like a medical ward for adults, which is probably even worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so it was it was very modern. It had that look of like my room. They were kind of prison cell like because there was a certain hour in the day in which you would have to go inside your rooms and they would lock you in there and you weren't allowed to leave. Jesus. <laughs> and you weren't allowed to leave, and then they would turn out all the lights at 11. Ugh, um, but it was like like that kind of look of like white rooms, but then they would have one wall that was like red or something. Huh. Oh, yeah. So they'd they'd like like the, yeah, they'd have the accent wall, and then the hallways would be like all white, but then there'd be like a little bit of beige on the floor, you know, and then you'd be like, oh, you know, it'd be fun. Like, let's throw some like green on here. Let's have like a green stripe that goes around for no fucking reason. 
<laughs> it's not a hospital, guys. Check it out. <laughs> it's an artist's den. Guys, this is a this is a beautiful <laughs> building for like learning about yourself and shit. <laughs> Sit in a room and do fucking nothing for ten hours a day. Oh. Um yeah. yeah, no, it was, um, no, they're, they're, yeah, it's not, um, not a good time. I'm, I, it was honestly good just to experience it and be like, wow, this stuff needs work. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, um, so gone through it firsthand, you know, it's just like, I've gone I through hope it no one else goes through this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went through it firsthand, so I can honestly say that it actually is bad. Because before then, I was like, everyone talks about how bad those things are and i i always thought that oh well it's because you're going there mm-hmm. and it's naturally unpleasant yeah. yeah like when you're in a hospital yeah. like even when you're not in a hospital like i would just get like psyche valves and stuff like you go for like an hour and then they like you know make you do stupid tests to see if you're autistic or whatever like they they when you do that you you are reduced to your problems yeah. In that instant. The whole process is pretty taxing. Yeah. So I always figured like, oh, it's probably not that bad. It's just that when you go there, you're already miserable. And, you know, it has some issues, but it's it's probably, you know, better than it is worse. What what am I trying to say? It, it's probably better off than if you didn't go at all. But after personally going there, I'm like, no, it really is that bad. It yeah. it I, the I, I think the whole Western world's psychology work really needs to be patched up because it, it does not help. Mm-hmm. How do you think we can improve it, though? Like, what should we do instead? I don't know. That's for somebody smarter than me. <laughs> and I guess that's the and I guess that's the the issue is that there's a this element <laughs> of like what what's the alternative? But yeah. I just don't think that like. I mean, I, I've been in communities with like suicidal people and stuff and a a big motivator for why a lot of them don't do it is like, oh, I'm afraid it's not going to work and I'm going to end up in the hospital. Yeah. That's why I don't want to try. And I, I feel like that's just awful. Yeah. Like if the, if, if you're that afraid of going to the hospital and that's what's keeping you alive, then that's not right. That's not what it should be like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With that. <laughs> Damn, depressing moment there. Was there any? Yeah, this is uh, lighten it up a little bit. Here, here. Yeah, it's throwing. Can we throw in some air horn sounds, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I do have kind of a follow up to uh, you know what you were saying. You don't you don't really know how we could you know improve like the you know psychological you know mental institutional yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah all that all that stuff. But like I guess a question where we could you know start thinking is like with your first-hand experience um like was there any moment in that hospital where it was like you know hey this is kind of working you know was there anything that they did that was right i guess is what i'm trying to say like that you felt like helped or was it just part of it is that also again it's it's sleepy I was kind of glad that I, after the fact, I talked to a lot of people that went through similar experiences as me, and I figured out that this wasn't weird. This is yeah. something that happens to most people, and I was happy to know that. You feel like you're asleep, like none of it's really real, and that means that there's parts of it that I just don't remember. I just kind of just pushed it out of my head. Yeah. So, um, so, so I'm sure there's some things I like. If there was one thing I did like, it was that sometimes, like the kid I brought up earlier, the 
shut up, bitch kid. Yeah. There was a time I had a whole conversation with him during mm-hmm. one of the lessons, and it was like there was some kind of common ground there. Yeah. Well, that's like we found this kind of, and so even if you didn't really do anything or you didn't really interact with people that often, the sense of like, oh, you're with all these other people that are also going through like the worst experience of their lives right now. That yeah. was kind of good in and of yeah, itself. You have to connect with people. In yeah. Even if you didn't, even if I didn't know like any of their names, you weren't allowed to know their names. You weren't allowed to share like, um, like social media accounts or phone numbers mm-hmm. and stuff. It was supposed to be like, you were supposed to meet these people and then just completely cut them out of your lives, which huh. I think is a good idea. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I, I think that's super- Did they like enforce that or like they did enforce it. Okay. They were, they were, they were really, really, the guy um, that I was just talking about actually would keep trying to drop his Instagram everywhere. He had like an Instagram meme account, something, something walrus. I don't even remember. And he would even like be dropped. He would write it on papers. He would put it on whiteboards. Um, I think he wrote it in the bathroom. He like scratched into the bathroom mirror. And that was like a huge thing. He he just kept trying to drop his like, it was, it was a really big deal. That was one thing they really didn't enforce. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, because that, that actually would have a good, like, effect on it. Like, you know, you're trying to, you don't want to, like, share negative experiences with each other and, like, bring each other down. How you yeah. Like, I, I don't feel like you want to bring each other down, but I think that kind of trying to reinforce that sense of community. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to kind of have, like, everyone here. Because, obviously, I was there for, for my reason. And a lot of people were there for a similar reason. But some people weren't, like, the, the, the Harry Potter girl. Like, she was obviously there for some kind of anger issues. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't put her there because she hurt herself. She was there because she hurt other people. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot of people, like, the, the younger kids with Tourette's. Like, a similar thing. They just had... They just couldn't function <laughs> outside. Um. And they, they, they wanted to help them and, and give them the skills they needed. So, I, I feel like what made that doubly interesting was that I felt like Again, didn't know these people's names. Couldn't ever see them afterwards. But I felt this community of people that I I didn't even necessarily empathize with. It wasn't even like everyone here is having the same issue I had. That's very interesting that they didn't like... They they just kind of put you all together in kind of one big group. It's like, you know, they didn't really separate like you know this ward is for people with anger issues this ward's with people with you know suicidal tendencies that kind of thing it's like it's kind of yeah. weird they put it together because like you know it, that doesn't seem like a very good mix issues. yeah and it doesn't seem like yeah a good mix. and and then twice I'm, I'm quote me if i'm wrong i quote me if i'm wrong like someone here can knows it better than me <laughs> um I, i'm just meaning like i don't remember this exactly but i'm pretty sure i only actually met a psychologist twice the whole time I was really? there, in like two weeks I was there. And his name was Ben. And the only thing I remember about him was um, me thinking, fuck this guy. And the second thought I had about him was he had this beard <laughs> that was perfectly trimmed. Ooh. He kept a well And, um, yeah, it was like this really well-trimmed beard. And I would just stare at his beard and be like, why is your beard so perfect? How many hours a day do you spend working on that beard? And then one time he was talking about fear responses or whatever. And he's like, you know, because you can relax, you know, because it's like there's no bear here. I might have a beard, but I'm not a bear. 
And the second he said that, I was like, oh my god, you're going to have to tear, tie me up with Harry Potter Girl. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going I'm to wring your neck out. But then I just, I, I just stayed just totally stoned. I, that was a, another big thing was like that whole experience was about like, I had a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. And I would just think them. And I would, my face would be completely stone cold, which is not something I'm usually like. Yeah, I usually no, wear my emotions on my face very clearly, but in there I was totally, and that's why the 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 guy dunking on the bas the dunking basketballs on the kids. That's why that was a moment that stood out so much to me because I actually laughed. I, I, so I was like, oh, that was like a, a genuine emotion I had there. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, overall, I mean, though. Does it, it, I will say, you know, I, I know that this is like uncomfortable topics and stuff, but just to like kind of clear the room, it, I've never really talked about this before. No, like I've yeah. never really just sat down and talked about this in like one long stream. So this is actually kind of nice for me. Yeah, I'm not yeah. uncomfortable here. I no, yeah, I remember I'm hearing like uh, bits and pieces of this from you. Like I, you know, I'm, you know, I've, I've seen you a few times, like you know, before Since and after then, yeah. when this was happening. You know, I I was kind of worried for there for a bit. Because, like, you know, it, it it's just, like, you know, when you kind of, like, up and left, you know, and, like, there wasn't yeah, really any scary. communication. It was just, like, you know, yeah. is my friend okay, right? You know? And then I got off of Instagram kind of on an impulse. Yeah. And, and that, I didn't, that's probably I good. didn't, yeah, and I still try to use it less. Yeah. Um. It just is so busy. Yeah. So many stuff happens on there. That's a good um, word for it. Like, so I use Discord now because it's very enclosed. You know, you go into a community and it's with a group of people that you have predefined. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you have like predefined rules. It's yeah. very controllable and there's a limited amount of content. I mean, in the grand scheme of Discord, maybe not, but you, you have the Discord things I'm in. I go in, I check them, and then I run out of content and then I have to do something else with my time. Instead of like most social media, which is just you keep scrolling and there's just an endless stream of content, it never ends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's very true. That's yeah. interesting. Like, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, so you use Discord as kind of your primary, like that's the primary quote, unquote, way social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's pretty smart, actually. That's that's the way I just communicate with people. And like, if anything important happens, I know because everyone else is talking about it. Because that's my gripe with like you know, Instagram and, you know, all the, all those social medias, it's like, I want to stay in touch with like my friends because, you know, recently I, you know, I decided I took like a two month break just for, you know, just for a little break, right? Just to see what happens. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like, you know, after a while, you know, I, it was nice because it was just like, you know, oh, you know, I don't have to keep scrolling like you said, but you know, at the same time, I start feeling lonely because it's like, oh, you know, you know, all my friends, you know, are, are like talking in the DMs and stuff. And it's like, you know, I feel I feel kind of left out in that sense. And it, and it's like that that's kind of yeah. what motivates me to get it back. And I'm at, what I've been trying to do now to kind of like limit myself is like um, put like the artificial like uh, screen time limit on your phone or whatever, where it's like. You know, oh yeah, it alerts you like you've spent too long on. Yeah, this pretty app. much. I try to do that, and then you know, just just be like, okay, you know, I'm done with it. Right? I I just try to yeah, set yeah. it for like an hour a day because you know, after 
after an hour, it's like, okay, you're just wasting your time. Do something productive, you know? <laughs> um, it is kind of interesting how, like, the social medias that's, like, or, like, the different, like, social media sites and stuff that's become popular is, like, really, it's either, it's, like, endless content feed or it's very, very close and intimate. Like, um, like, Snapchat? Like, very, Snapchat, yeah, Snapchat's very, very intimate. It's like Discord. It's, like... It's even connect. more arguably. Yeah. I, I, I didn't use it very much, but you know, yeah, you have to connect specifically with like people you want, and then like you have to talk to people to actually like use it, right? But yeah. like things like you know Instagram and Reddit and Facebook and stuff like that, it's just like an endless content void, endless like void, and with tons of people you don't know. Exactly, and that's why Discord. I think I think that's why Discord's kind of I guess you know thinking about it, it's like it kind of strikes that balance Perfect between balance, snapchat yeah. and you know instagram because it's like you can you have a lot of control with like the server settings and like how big you want the servers and you know play with bots and like roles and you know you're still talking to people you still have text chats it's like dms it's like the same thing you're mm-hmm. still sharing what you're doing but yeah. you know at the same time it's like you know you're not seeing a bunch of other things that you don't really care about but you're also, yeah. you know, with Snapchat, Snapchat's problem is it's like, it's too intimate. It's too closed off. There's not a lot you can there's do. There's not much to do on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, there's not a lot to do. You know? Like, I find myself with Snapchat, the only things I use it for is just like periodically checking people's stories. And that's it. Like, I don't talk to people on Snapchat at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I, the stories thing is exhausting. I remember when Instagram added stories, I was oh, like, yeah. oh. Oh, no. More content for me to... Oh, fuck. I, I appreciate it with the animal accounts, I guess, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> um, yeah, because... Yeah, that's the hard part about leaving. I think people make it sound very easy. They're like, oh, it's just an app. Like, you can just stop using it if it's so upsetting. But with Instagram, you know, I, I started going to that private school, uh, Christmas right. High, and I, I had a whole group of people. That's when I got into Discord because they all use Discord. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't using Instagram at all. And then there was that time where we went to PAX, Isaac. Yeah. I invited you to PAX with all oh, of them. Yeah, yeah. And I was with you the whole time, and I I had fun. I remember having fun. I hope you did. Oh, yeah, um, that was fun. But it was this feeling of, like, we haven't talked in, like, a year. I'm just, and yeah. it felt like there was this weird, like, barrier between us. I, that, I, like, I, even though we were having fun and even though we were talking, I felt like there was some kind of elephant in the room that we couldn't cross because there was just so much space between us. I, I remember like, you talking about that, Isaac, and it was like, you, you, you came up to me one day, I was like, yeah, I mean, I went to PAX with Eli. I was like, Eli? Yeah. How can you, like, not seen him? And, like, that's the thing about, like, a huge convention. That, that's the thing about Eli, though. That That's the thing, Eli, you're so elusive and mysterious, like, I, I still don't understand you today, because, like, it's yeah, like, like, like you're saying... Like you were saying, you know, we we haven't t- we don't talk for like months, and then you send me a DM, hey Isaac, I got you tickets to PAX, like, fifty <laughs> bucks, and I was like, what? You got that for me? I was me? like, because we, I was like, because we did it last year. I was like, yeah, I, it was because um the group of people at the time, I'm with a group of people that I'm I'm closer to now, but at the time I was with them kind of out of necessity. Yeah, they were the people that I could interact with. 
Um, yeah. And so they all wanted me to go to PAX with them. And then they, one of them who I especially didn't like uh, ended up not being able to go. And so we had a spare ticket. Mm. Um, they, like someone had bought like six of them and was just giving them out. So we had the spare ticket and I immediately jumped on it. And I was like, oh, I need to invite someone I actually like. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, fuck who? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Isaac, it was last year. And now it, and it can be like a thing. Like we can go to PAX together, which worked out so well this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it can be like our thing. And then you showed up and then we had the tips for the kids guy. Oh my god, that that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's like that's a, a whole, whole... <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Like we had this whole experience. It was really fun. But it, it was there was always this tense whole time. I was like, there's this like space between us that feels kind of insurmountable. Because I I got off of Instagram and I just in doing so completely separated myself from my social community. Yeah. Like from this group of people that I spent what, four years of my life with at least. And they was like, I just fell off the planet to me. So I think that sometimes people underestimate just how hard it can be to, you know, I mean, because people say that about like World of Warcraft, you know, the people that like play that until they like get sick and fucking die. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's just a video game get off. But when you talk to a lot of those people that like recovered from that kind of like video game compulsion. They're almost always like it's always the social ones because there's this social obligation, yeah. To like, so you do it even though it's unhealthy for you, and you know it's unhealthy for you because you feel like you need to interact with these people. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of interesting that uh, I don't know you you brought this up. It's just like I I totally feel you know I guess how how you feel. It's it's really weird when like. You know, you have this friend, right? You, you like, I guess, you know, you've had an elementary school. I mean, and, really, um, and, the, and then, I wasn't, then, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just giving an example. It's like, you, you yeah, have a yeah. friend in elementary school, and then, you know, you, you kind of just slowly fall off with them, and then it's like, you know, you can't really, like, if there's such, it's so hard to, like, go back into, like... To go back, and you feel like you can, so you act like you are... But you you feel it, and yeah. you can tell that they feel the same way too. You have to like kind I, of dip your toes in the water a bit if you really if you're really interested in like pursuing that again. It's like you kind of have to dip your toes in because like I'm sure the other the other person probably feels the same way about you. You know, it's like you gotta exactly. kind of dip your toes in, and then if it's mutual, then it's like oh you know hey man. But but most of the time you know not really so lucky. It's like a know. lot of the times it's like it's I don't hate you. I especially don't hate you or anything. It just feels like, oh, wow, we're different people now. And yeah. it feels like there's this insurmountable gap. Mm-hmm. But... Well, but... Sorry, what were, you, what were you saying? No, I, I don't know. I was just oh, shooting. Okay. I said but and hoping I would come up with something later. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I do appreciate, though, that like you haven't really, even with your move to the different school, you haven't really fallen off with a lot of us you still keep in no. contact with the you know with for the most part you, you like still sometimes you know talk with i still reach out and stuff. And I yeah, still yeah, do yeah because um I, I do really like most of you people yeah um yeah so we're all hog as the kids say yes <laughs> yeah on. so 
yeah, I, I, I don't want to just completely fall out of that. It's just kind of harder when it's, it feels like, especially with the way I think youth culture is now, it's so impermanent. It's so fast. Like so many things happen per minute. Mm-hmm. That's, it's like, like you, one little thing happens and you're joking about it for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh, I don't talk to these people for six months. And now it's almost like they're speaking a different language because they had so many experiences. Yeah, everybody is talking different and everyone has some different, and then there's like a funny meme account or something. Everyone's like, oh, we're going to like say the name of this Instagram account because we had this whole experience with it. That was funny. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and i think this feeling is really just setting in because it's you know it's all of our uh senior years and stuff right and, true and you know, so now it's going to get even worse because we're all going to go to different parts we're all of the going country different places even. yeah yeah we're all go we're all splitting off at this point this is kind of like the the final destination you know before we all just kind of uh you know see what relation it's kind of the true test of like what relationships are strong enough to you know out outlast you know this kind of cultural separation and what you know what fade away sometimes it's not even like about which relationships are stronger there's kind of this stress to choose that's how i feel like like choosing like these are the people that matter enough to me and um some of the community that i i picked up at this crystal school are kind of in denial about that yeah like they're already people are splitting off there's, you know, the new Discord servers with the people that some people like and the ones with people that some people like. And some people are in denial about it. Like, oh, we can all come together again. It's like, you really can't. Like, everybody's just become a different person and it's kind of time to move on. That's just like social, like social circles in general, though. It's, it's like, just what know, it's like. Every, yeah. every, yeah, the people change, you know, we all grow, we all kind of grow apart. We're still, you know, everyone's still cool with each other. It's not that nobody hates each other. It's because, just that. Because you kind of stagnate, in my opinion. And before even such big changes as moving to a different place or going to college or whatever, you know, you kind of have, you're with a group of people. You hang out every single day during lunch. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're having fun. And then it kind of slows down and it slows down and it just kind of stagnates. And then at some point there's a conflict because there's always a conflict. It's probably over a girl. And then, you know, someone gets pushed out and then someone else joins and then they drag in this whole other group of people and then everything moves around and it's fresh again and it's kind of new. It's kind of natural, I think. You just, it just stagnates and then it gets shuffled around again. But then during that time, you you realize, I guess, who your close friends are, you know, like throughout this time, like, like, for example, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, you guys, like, I've known you both of you for the past, like, five, six years and stuff. And, you know, we're we're all still pretty close. And, you know, (laughs) and yeah, it's just like those kind of relationships that last like you know those kind of years and stuff that, you know, we're, we're still all cool with each other. We haven't like, you know, split off due to, you know, diverging interests or anything, you know, we're all so close. It's like, you gotta, you know, yeah, it's sad, you know, you lose, you lose some friends, but, you know, like you're saying, that's just part of the uh, social it's circle. It's just part of, it's almost like a life cycle, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it, be, it just needs to rejuvenate at some point. If you keep things the same way every day. Yeah. You just, yeah. just yeah. 
It's actually a big philosophy. Maybe this is divorcee parent kid talk. <laughs> but, like a big thing with love is like, oh, everyone's acts like it's only true love if it's forever. And I don't think that's true. Like sometimes oh, yeah, you true. fall in love and it's only lasts for like a year. Yeah. And it's, and then it's, and then it's over. And that doesn't mean that it's meaningless. It just means that that was an experience. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a learning experience. Like you said, it's a yeah, learning exactly. experience and it's, it's still valuable. You, it, what, what's a stupid Shakespeare quote? It's better to like love than lost or whatever. Is that yeah. Shakespeare? I'm probably completely wrong. It's like Dwayne or something. <laughs> I'm probably com- <laughs> we'll, we'll just say it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson said that. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yes. The Rock Bottom himself? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I think, technically, Eli, I think I've known you longer. Technically. Technically, probably. Yes, very, very close. Because I remember in middle school with friends, um, I like, like snuck into your group, Eli. I was like, your people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, And I was like, because I was annoyed at my friend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted to be with your friend group, Isaac. I thought you guys were the coolest sons of bitches, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were the coolest. But you, had to, you kind of had to weasel your way in. I had to weasel my way. Okay. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad, Eli. I'm just yeah, saying. No, I'm, I'm understanding. I'm, I'm this is like, something that makes sense. I've had this exact thought process a million times. I want to move away. And then I was like, you know, Isaac's a very nice guy. I want to, I want to go over there. And what I did was I just, I, I walked over to your table, Isaac, and I sat down. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. And I did that for like two days. And then I started interjecting into conversations and stuff. And you know, five years later, it seems to be working out. No, it's what you do. It, it's yeah. what I did at Chrysalis. Yeah. I just saw people right. and I just sat down and I was, I'm, I'm now a part of your group. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like, you know, how the Kellogg tables were like, uh, you know, these long rectangles and stuff. And our group has like one half of the table and stuff. You sit on like the middle part. Right, right. On, on like the outside, so it's like not like you're directly just sitting down with the group or anything. Right, right. not right. to make it awkward. Right. You're not, but you're you're not you're just in there. the group. Yeah, you, you gotta like you gotta you gotta earn the trust. Yeah, you and, and, and you did, Lucas. So I'm I'm proud of you for that. It's a good job. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think me and Isaac were really friends until um Hudson's class. Oh, oh my God, Hudson's class. <laughs> Hudson's class was so. Foonberg. I still hear that voice in my dreams sometimes. Foonberg. It, it was funny because like he gave you a lot of shit and stuff, but like I feel like he really he really wanted the best for you. It seemed like like no, he like, loved me. He yeah, loved no, my sorry ass. Yeah, he's one of the teachers I'm talking about that like he just like carried me mm-hmm. sometimes. Like he he was I I went to visit him and he like asked me about Allie. He yeah. was like, yeah, we had like a total conversation and then, yeah, no, Hudson was great. Hudson's a great teacher. Shout out yeah. to Miss Sean Hudson. Was, mm-hmm. Tell me his name was Sean. I should be really embarrassed. So I, got I, don't know his I don't know what his name is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Sean Hudson. <laughs> I'd be really embarrassed if he heard this and I got its name wrong. <laughs> oh, man. What was the name of the vice principal? Do you remember his name? Oh, uh, Campbell? Mr. Campbell. Campbell, yeah, Campbell's, cool. uh, Campbell's awesome. Stoop. Oh, he's great. Remember, do you remember when it would be raining or something, and during lunchtime they would force us all into the cafeteria, <laughs> and like we were cattle, and it was the worst. I do remember that. You were like trying like sing for us and stuff. 
Yeah, I would try and sing, and then they would shut me down and be like, what are you supposed to do? Just sit around like you're a fucking moron. <laughs> At least in prison, they give you a harmonica or something. <laughs> Comedy prison. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. I'm going to just check the time real quick. Oh, my God, we've been recording this is for hour 11 minutes, so oh we have been... You know, we we, we 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 have hit time. I guess we didn't even answer any of the questions. We we, it's okay. It's okay, Lucas. Don't worry about it. What if we answered one question? We we I answered like one book, question. One word. One word. Okay. One word. Answers only. Okay. Okay. Word. okay. Um. Okay. Do the algebra tiles still haunt you? That's, that's yes. the last question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. All right. So I guess to wrap up this episode, you know, we learned a lot. You know. Learned a lot about you, yeah. Yes. We did learn a lot about you, yes. So it's very it's very good to have you on, you know. Thank you. I had uh, a lot of fun. I was I was nice to get to use my new microphone. <laughs> oh yes. It sounds beautiful. You know. Uh mental institutions and psych wards <clears throat> need reform. Um friends change, but close ones are the ones you know, to you keep can stick through. Yeah. Yeah. All that new friends. Right, you, like, <laughs> you, you have any parting words before I um Stop recording. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, um, donate to Patreon. Um, <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> uh, make you a don't pay- have a Patreon? You should make a Patreon. Isaac, should I make a Patreon? Yeah, you should make a Patreon. Zero dollars. And- <laughs> yeah, zero dollars. <laughs> That's for, how it's going to go. For five cents, <laughs> you will, we will thank you personally at the end of this podcast. <laughs> we will, in fact, drag for any you. amount of money. I will, I will, I will go to your house. I will kidnap you, and I will drag you into my room. I'll go, yeah, say a word for our audience, and you'll be like, oh my, where am I? What? The, oh my god, you, you pulled my eyes out. I'm gonna be like, yeah, hey, yeah, thank you. That's Walrus Buster sixty nine. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Alright. Well Eli, nice. Eli, thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you guys have a good night. <laughs>